no gray. We first went through Russia, Russia, Russia. Just black and white. We then went through the Mueller report. This is the truth. And they should have come back one day later. They didn't. They came back two years later after lives were ruined, after people went bankrupt, after people lost all their money. This is Danny Land. It was all bullshit. Uh, okay. Bring that down a little bit there. Anybody could have a podcast, you know that, but not everybody can have a broadcast. That's what we have here, my friends. This is the work of a seasoned professional. For 25 years, I dominated Morning Drive Radio, we're talking about, in Kansas City, Oklahoma City, Cleveland, Ohio, West Palm Beach, Florida. The name is Danny Cheklinski. This is Danny Land. Our mission statement, 90% of the world is stupid. This is the 10%. I live in Willoughby, Ohio. We're 20 miles east of downtown Cleveland. Kind of a little bit under the weather here. <clears throat> so, I'll get through it, though, because I'm a trooper. I'm not Anderson Cooper or Anderson Pooper, but I'm a trooper. That radio thing, by the way, that was not uh, that was not really good for me. I go to bed at uh, 10 o'clock at uh, night. I'd get up at 1.30 in the morning. I'd leave work around, I don't know, noon or so. Fall asleep. I'm driving down the road. I'm falling asleep. If I get a red light, I'm, you know, I'm right there at the stupid intersection. Are you kidding me? I get home, take a nap in the afternoon, a couple hours, get up about 3.30, 4 o'clock, start preparing for the next day's show, go to bed at 10, and then, you know, the, the whole thing. If I had to do it all over, it, it's, it, doesn't, it took its toll on my health. Listen to me. Come on. If I sneeze, I might lose a, a valuable organ. Two sneezes, I got my pancreas over there on the wall. If I had to do it all over again, I would actually pay attention in school. And uh, I think I'd be an attorney. Why not? I spent enough time in court. That's for another podcast. Well, what we, there's a lot on the plate here, my friends. The, the, Democratic, uh, the, the Democratic debate the other night was... Uh, it was a shit show. It really was. AOC was on the uh, on the view, clucking like the annoying hen she is. Problems with transgenders running high school track. Yeah, I can't believe I'm actually saying that. Um, oh, we'll check on the Danny Land comment line. We got a comment line. It's open 24 hours for your uh, comments. And let's start with some good news here. Ryan Newman. Ryan Newman, the uh, NASCAR driver that was in that horrible crash. Back at home, released on Wednesday. Absolutely amazing. And I'm looking at the guy and I'm expecting that he was talking to people. And they said that he was alert. And I'm thinking, all right, what aren't you telling us? Because that's what happens, right? I'm thinking the guy's all banged up, maybe without a limb. No. No. Showed him walking out of the hospital with his uh, two daughters. I thought, my friend Carl told me about this. I didn't know this. That uh, four days, maybe you don't know either. Four days before the crash, uh, yeah, before they had the crash, Ryan Newman announced that he and his wife were separating. Got married, I think, like in 2006. But, you know, it makes you wonder when something like that happens, it makes you wonder if it's time to reassess things. Look, people don't agree. People, It's tough to get along. <laughs> There's a reason why I live alone and I don't date anybody, okay? I'm, I'm set in my ways. I don't compromise. I also know my limitations. Now, I don't know anything about Ryan Newman. But if, if I'm that guy and I walked away from that crash, and I don't have kids. I saw those two kids. 
I'm thinking, you know what? It's not worth the risk. It's not worth the risk. We'll see, though. He's a race car driver. They, they don't think like me. I don't think anybody thinks like me. Anybody that does think like me is probably incarcerated somewhere for something very disturbing. All right. <clears throat> Alexandria Orcasio Cortez, AOC. Where is she here? Um, um, um. Yeah. AOC, what's in a uh, seven and seven bartender? Um. Yeah. What's in a gin and tonic? Um. Is it, all, is it a big joke to you? The or? whole thing is a joke. All right, so AOC was a guest on The View. I have a theory on this, too. I have a theory on AOC. I don't, I don't think that people really listen to what, what she says because almost, it's almost like you fall into a trance when she speaks because she's such a bird brain. She says she just spews words. People may say that about me, but I'm a beautiful man. She, uh, she pontificates, and, and she, uh, she just says things. And, uh, all right, she was talking about the, of all things, she was talking about the culture, culture on the, uh, on the Internet. Here we go. Yeah, you know, and I think um, Internet culture can often be very toxic, and whether we are cognizant of it or not, it nearly always concentrates on women, people of color, queer people. Definitely. Um, and we experience the brunt of it. And um, I think, you know, I, I think that to a certain extent, you know, we have to always reject hate, reject vitriol, um, and denounce that kind of behavior. Um, also, you know, um. we also know the amount of anonymous activity that happens on the Internet. And that simply is difficult. It is difficult to control when you have like a, you know, a no. a, a Twitter handle with a bunch of numbers yes. on it with two right. followers Ooh. that are lobbying vitriol at you. We don't know what, where what that is she, comes. All right. That's enough. What is she saying? I have no idea. And, and here I am. I'm just uh, and I'm a very smart man. I'm sitting here and I'm listening to this nonsense and. And I'm in the trance. I'm nodding. I'm smiling. How, how does anybody watch this show? These hens sit around. They cluck. They, they got into a big fight. Megan McCain is screaming. Whoopi, uh, what's her name? Whoopi Goldberg or Whoopi Goldberg or Hindenburg. Or, oh, my God. Listen to these hens. Sing your shiny, sparkly guy who's surging right now, which, by the way, everybody surges in primary politics. Well, yeah, I, I remember when Gingrich did and Henry Ka- Herman Cain did. Every candidate surges at one point or another. He because still he's the Central Park Five. Because he's guilty. a sparkly right, little... You know. Because, you know what? I just think it's so interesting that you have a problem that we are talking about a candidate the way we would any other candidate. He just happens to be at the top getting the attention right now, which is why we're talking about it right now. What? I'm to give Bloomberg a pass? Not on this show. I'd like not to know with this host. I'd like to know who you're <laughs> voting for. Not with this host. Well, who are you voting for? Gotta be who I vote for yeah. is none of your business, but I am not voting for Trump, and I'm sure as hell not voting for Bloomberg. So then you're not going to vote. Okay. Oh so you're none of your vote. business. So you're not voting it, for Trump, and you're not voting for a Democrat. Who I vote you said for, that you already. You guys have done a piss poor <laughs> you know job what? of we're convincing be, me that I should vote right for a Democrat. Yeah, you know what? You know, I think me getting back in the dating world is a really good idea. I think right there, that is what I'm missing. I need more of that in my life. <laughs> no. God. All right. The uh, Democratic debate in Vegas uh, was on Wednesday night, and, oh, it did not disappoint my friends. If you saw it, it was a complete shit show. There was more name-calling and finger-pointing <laughs> during this debate than at, uh, you know, uh, the, the West Virginia family reunion. It was amazing. This was the debut of Mike Bloomberg. 
Now, this is the former mayor of New York City. The guy is worth $54 billion. That's billion with a B. He has spent $500 million, $500 million of his personal uh, uh, fortune on, on ads so far. far. And uh, I'll tell you what, he doesn't play well with middle America, okay? Listen to what the guy said about uh, farmers, all right? To, to be a farmer. You, it's a process. You dig a hole, you put a seed in, you put dirt on top, add water, up comes the corn. Then we had 300. You could learn that. <laughs> oh, jeez. Are you kidding me? I think, that, I think it's still a little bit more than just planting a fucking seed, all right? I know that. I tried to plant tomatoes. It's not just dirt and water and, what did he say? Sunshine, dirt, water, you can do that? My God. Best part of the night was uh, Elizabeth Warren. She actually used the words fat broads. I had to write it down here. What is it? Fat broads and, and horse-faced lesbians. I swear to God. We will have Donald Trump for another four years, and we can't stand that. Senator so Warren. I, I'd like to talk about who we're running against. A billionaire who calls women fat broads and horse-faced lesbians. And no, I'm not talking about Donald Trump. I'm talking about Mayor Bloomberg. <laughs> Democrats are not going to win if we have a nominee who has a history of hiding his tax returns, of harassing women, and of supporting racist policies like redlining and stop and frisk. Look, I'll support whoever the Democratic nominee is, but understand this. Democrats take a huge risk if we just substitute one arrogant billionaire for another. This country has worked for the rich for a long time and left everyone else in the dirt. It is time to have a president who will be on the side of working families and be willing to get out there and fight for them. That is why I am in this race, and that is how I will beat Donald Trump. Senator, how about that, huh? That was pretty impressive. Tell you what, though, i got to be honest. When, when I hear the words horse-faced, uh, was a horse-faced lesbian? I'm thinking, I'm thinking Janet Reno. Close number two, Elizabeth Warren. Am I, am I alone here? Just don't hate me for being honest, people, please. Um. Oh, listen to how uh, how Mike Blomberg he uh, he hates when anybody challenges him. Okay, he and Bernie Sanders they really, really got into it. What a wonderful country we have! The best known socialist in the country happens to be a millionaire with three houses. What I miss here? Well, you'll miss that I work in Washington, House One. <laughs> That's the first problem. Live in Burlington, House Two. That's good. And like thousands of other Vermonters, I do have a summer camp. Forgive me for that. But, Where is your home? But, which tax? Which tax haven? New do you York, have your home? New York City. Thank you very much, yeah, well, and I pay all, all my taxes. <laughs> God, that's great. Here's the thing. When you have $54 billion, that's B, billion, which he has, $54 billion. Are you kidding me? You make the rules. You don't play by the rules. You, you create the rules. You don't follow the rules. The guy would be dangerous as commander-in-chief. You say something he doesn't like, and you're gone. Now, I thought the same way about Trump, too. I thought the same thing about Trump. And some will actually say that Trump does follow that, that, I guess, mission statement, if you will. All right. We have a 24-hour comment line on Danny Land. You can call anytime. You can say anything. Um, 
give this number out to anybody. It's area code 561. I'll write it down. I'll wait. 561-318-3702. And sometimes wrong numbers and confused people are the, uh, are the best calls. And uh, here we go. I got your text message, and I just wanted to say thank you and say, fuck you. And I can't believe that we have fascists who are trying to run for office locally. Please report to jail immediately. <laughs> or if you keep on going where you're going, yes. maybe you'll end up in a death camp. Nice. That's the way where we're going. So bravo to you. Job to good. Make, make your racist American great again, okay? Bye. Wow. There you go. 561-318-3702. Again, my name is uh, Danny Chekolinski. This is Danny Land. Thank you for tuning into the podcast. If you're here for the first time, we'll be asking uh, you for a favor coming up here in just a, just a bit. Um, 55 years old. I'll be 56 in May. Class of 82, Strongsville, Ohio. Father passed away when I was, uh, well, when he was 57. This was back in... Uh, 1999, I was back here in Cleveland. I was doing morning drive. Let's see, I was at WMMS, and then I crossed the street, and I went to uh, Q104 before I went down to West Palm Beach. Anyhow, Dad and I were, uh, we were tight. We talked, we talked every day. Whenever I saw him, yeah, look, and again, I'm a, I'm a guy, I'm a big guy. We're guys. Well, we only sell premium cigars, okay? That's all we know, just premium cigars. I've got characters coming out of my mind. No, you know, but, but every time I saw my father, I would you know, I'd hug him. I'd tell him I loved him. There was nothing wrong with that. I miss the guy. But I know that uh, there are some things that are happening in the world today that he would not understand. Case in point. Like high school girls that run track and have to compete against girls that are in the process of becoming a transgender. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I stumbled across this gem. Listen to this. Oh, my God. So how does this situation running against biological males affect your future? Um, it makes me realize that, like, before I even run, I already lost, and I won't be able to get a fair spot. Mm-hmm. And so it really makes me just want to get, like, a PR, a yeah. personal record. And so two, two of these, both of the transgenders, if I'm correct, have started... Um, they're transitioning. We don't know that for sure. You don't know that. Okay. So a lot. The big argument um, is that once you start hormone suppressors, it essentially makes you equal to that of a female athlete. So I, I could not even fathom having a conversation with my father about that, and I'm I can't even fathom what it's like to be a, you know when you're 16 and you're you're. You're a high school athlete. You just want to compete. You don't want to be thinking about people that are... Here's the thing, all right? Let's just solve the confusion right now. I don't create problems. I solve them. And that's what we're going to do right now. You got a dick. You run with the boys. You used to have a dick and now it's gone. Well, you run with the transgenders. You never had a dick in your life. Well, guess what? You run with the girls. That's it. All right, big day for me tomorrow. Tomorrow being Saturday. Got second row seats for Great White. I know. Go ahead, make your joke. What is it, 1987? Are you gonna go? You gonna go out and go go to the Wang Chung concert after that, huh? 
Yeah, the slaughters open up. So there you go. Up all night, sleep all day, bitches. But no, the big thing here is uh, I never go out. I hate crowds. Don't, I don't like to be more than five minutes from my house. And the venue holds uh, 2,600 people. It does, yeah. So I'm either going to have a great time or I'm going to end up in a, a Turkish prison. So if I'm not here on Monday, you know what happened. But we'll have stories. We'll have stories. All right, here's the favor I need. Here's the favor, all right? Tell, tell one person about this podcast. I don't care how you do it. Um, do it on Facebook. Social media probably the best way. Maybe just email the link to the podcast to, to one of your friends or uh, just post it on their page or, or send it out on Twitter because that, that's great. And uh, I'm going to take a lozenge for my throat, and uh, we will talk again on Monday, and I'll have stories about the concert. Have just experienced the truth. And I love all people, rich or poor, but in those particular positions, I just don't want a poor person. Does that make sense? Make sure to tune in again to Danny Land. They will be met with fire and fury like the world has never seen. Be Danny's Facebook friend at Radio Danny. He'll be sure to send you pictures of his wang. Rocket Man is on a suicide mission for himself. <laughs>